We are back here with another episode of the Full Press Browns. The Full Press Coverage Browns, Full Press Browns podcast. My name is Nick Swanson, and once again, I have to thank all of our listeners because first, our first episode, we got 500 listeners. Second episode, we got 1,000 and this past episode, we got almost 2,500 listeners. And I am so thankful for you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in every week, sharing with your friends, sharing on Facebook, Twitter, everything like that. Thank you so much. I, I can't begin to tell you how much that means to me. This is This has received so much more support than I thought it would with every passing episode you guys absolutely blow me away I'm so thankful for you guys so thank you to every single one of you listening this one should be a short one Um, I know the last couple were about 45 minutes long this one shouldn't be too long hopefully it's still long enough to get you from from your house to work or to fill your lunch break whenever whenever you listen to this hopefully it's hopefully it's long enough but it won't be it won't be one of the longer drawn out episodes like the previous ones not really a whole lot going on we'll just dive into what happened today so today Adam Schefter put out a tweet saying it was around 6:30 6.30 Central Time. Um, the Cleveland Browns have placed running back Dontrell Hilliard and safety Javante Moffitt on reserve slash the COVID-19 list, the team announced today. So far, that's the first, or those are the first players that we have heard about from the Browns that have been placed on, at least those are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. We might have had some pretty early on in this whole COVID situation, which hopefully gets better soon because you never want to see people getting sick. You never want to see uh, people losing their jobs because of something that can't be controlled like this. So hopefully, hopefully a vaccine comes sooner rather than later, and hopefully the world can go back to normal. But those were the only ones that that had to do with the Browns that came out today. There were a couple other players had to do with the Seahawks, I believe. I know we had some notifications of some roster cuts, but that's just the normal training camp thing, getting ready. We've got preseason football coming up on us pretty quickly, actually. We... As far as I know, I, I personally haven't seen anything about the Browns, any cuts that have been made. Let's see if I can find some really quick. Yeah, it looks like the most recent cut was February 17th, so don't have don't have a whole lot going on there. Another thing that we could bring up absolutely as well you guys might not know but 
every year the NFL Network does a top 100 players of that year, and all of the players are voted on by their peers. Today we had the first couple installments. We had numbers 100 through 71, and we did have a Browns player on there. That would be Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett came in at number 80. So, seeing as how he missed quite a few games due to the the suspension for his involvement and what seems like instigation of the Browns Steelers brawl earlier in the year, he missed some time, so 80 does seem about right. This year's list so far has been very strange. There have been a lot of question marks as to the placement. For instance, we had Buda Baker at 97. That's that's interesting. We had Allen Robinson at 93. And the list says that... Or the, the players, sorry, the players voted DK Metcalf as being better than Allen Robinson. When Allen Robinson has a quarterback, he could easily be a top five receiver in the NFL. But we'll we'll get back to Miles Garrett. Garrett is the first edge rusher that appeared on the list. So players that we already had, or sorry, he was the second edge rusher that appeared on the list. So the players that we have announced already, I'll run through them very quickly, starting at 100 and then go through to 71. We have the Buccaneers linebacker, Levante David. We have the Raiders tight end, Darren Waller. The Eagles guard, Brandon Brooks. The Cardinals safety, Buda Baker. The Seahawks running back, Chris Carson. The Chiefs edge rusher, Frank Clark. The Eagles center, Jason Kelsey. The Bears wide receiver, Allen Robinson. The now Philadelphia Eagle, Darius Slay. The Falcons defensive tackle, Grady Jarrett. We have the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kyler Murray, at number 90. We have Cooper Cup of the Los Angeles Rams. We have Jalen Smith of the Dallas Cowboys. We have Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. We have Marlon Humphrey of the Baltimore Ravens at 86. We have Zach Ertz of the Philadelphia Eagles, tight end. We have Steelers defensive tackle Cam Hayward at 84. We have Vikings linebacker Eric Kendricks at 83. We have Saints tackle Ryan Ramchek. We have Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf. We have Browns defensive end Miles Garrett. We have... Raven, now Baltimore Raven, defensive end Calais Campbell. We have Dallas Cowboys tackle Tyron Smith. 
we have Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen. We have New Orleans Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore. We have Baltimore Ravens safety Earl Thomas. We have Baltimore Ravens offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley. We have Eagles defensive tackle Fletcher Cox. We have Raiders running back Josh Jacobs. And finally, we have the new Denver Broncos defensive tackle Jarrell Casey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So that was numbers 100 through 71. Miles Garrett being the only brown up there. I can, I would think that if these players were to make the, or if any Browns players were to make the list, farther far or higher up I guess then my assumptions would be we might see Joel Batonio up there we might see Nick Chubb up there we might see both Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham up there we might see um we might see Larry Ogunjobi I'm I don't know if we will. He's kind of one of the lower guys on there. I think he's got a chance of making it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go bet the bank on it. I think we have a chance of seeing Denzel Ward on there and maybe a chance of seeing Baker Mayfield, but not entirely sure. This is all based on what the players think. So all of their peers were the ones voting. You had a whole bunch of guys. We had probably a couple guys that you wouldn't really think of. It's not just big names. Um, You've got a bunch of guys voting. But Miles Garrett, the first Cleveland Brown up there, I would be shocked if we didn't see any more. But the next installment, I believe, is going to be next weekend. So next Sunday, the, what day is that? The 2nd? Yes, August 2nd. So I think they'll, I don't think they'll finish it up. I think they'll do 70 through maybe 20, and then they'll do like a top 20 countdown not really sure how how they're going to format it but the biggest news of this past weekend other than opening day we've got MLB opening day so that's that's something you've got you've got Cleveland sports back the the Indians have had a had a solid start let's see they are currently 2 and 1 they played the Royals in this first series. They take on the White Sox. 
I guess it would be today, Monday. Um, so, baseball fans, season's back. We're not sure how long or if it'll be around the entirety of what is planned, all 60 games, but so far, the season has been crazy. Like, the Orioles, the Tigers, and there was another really random team that, a a random bad team that are leading the divisions, so granted, we're we're only three to four games in, but this season is definitely going to be one of the more interesting because of how short the season is. You won't see those late season stretches that some teams put together to push themselves into the playoff picture. We also have the NBA restart. The The Cavs obviously aren't going to be a part of it. There have been rumors that there will be a another bubble set up for the teams that missed it so the Hawks the Cavs the Warriors the Timberwolves the Hornets the Knicks and is that it 24 teams so yeah I think that's it if not then I might be forgetting like the Bulls I don't remember if I said them but uh, those remaining teams, there is talks, or there are talks of getting a bubble together for those teams to continue playing. But let's get back to football. The biggest news, other than opening day coming back, the ML or the NBA restart, was the Jamal Adams trade. If you didn't know, Jamal Adams was traded from the New York Jets to the Seattle Seahawks. And that deal was, it was Jamal Adams and a fourth round pick in 2022 for Bradley McDougald, who is also a safety, a first round pick in 2021, a third-round pick in 2021, and a first-round pick in 2022. So throwing two first-round picks in exchange for Jamal Adams, you would have to assume that Seattle will be getting him a new contract as soon as possible because that is a lot to give up for a two-year rental. In case you didn't know, Jamal Adams has one more year left on his contract, but before he was traded, the Jets picked up his fifth-year option, so he has two years left on his contract now. It was a good move because their secondary is quite depleted. Obviously, he's an instant upgrade over Bradley McDougald, over pretty much everyone on their defense. If Jadavian Clowney were to re-sign with the Seahawks, then Jamal Adams would still have the highest number of sacks on that team from last year, I believe. Let me double-check that, because I know that it was something. They were close. Jadavian Clowney last season had, yeah, he had three sacks. 
and Jamal Adams had six and a half. So yeah, Jamal Adams would have been the sack leader for, or would have produced more sacks than Jadavian Clowney did last year, which is interesting. Their leading rusher, or not their leading rusher, what am I talking about? Their leading pass rusher last season was... Just added up here. Yeah, their <laughs> their leading pass rusher last year was Rasheem Green. So Jamal put Jamal Adams on that team, and he already has the most sacks on the team since the beginning of last season. So that is a huge upgrade for the Seahawks, whose pass rush was virtually non-existent it was really bad so that was a great move if they can lock him up in a long-term deal he's very cheap this year because his contract was front-loaded but this was a great move by the Seahawks picking up a young talented safety arguably the best safety in the league and Based off, if they can replicate what happened last season, then this team could very well be competing in the Super Bowl. The NFC seems more wide open than the AFC, because the AFC, you have the Ravens, you've got the Chiefs, you've got the Texans, you've got the Bills, you've got a bunch of good teams in the AFC, good championship caliber teams. But even the Browns, the Browns now could very well make a Super Bowl. It's just having to get through Baltimore and KC. But in the NFC, it's it's a little it's a little easier. You, your only real competition is the 49ers, and you play them twice already as the Seahawks. So if you if you can knock them out in the regular season, clinch that one seed, then you don't have to deal with them most likely in the playoffs. But that was off topic. Obviously, Jamal Adams isn't a Cleveland Brown now, so why did we talk talk about him? Well, the Browns take on his former team, the New York Jets, in week 16. So that would that is the that is the Christmas game, not not on Christmas, but it's a couple days after. It's on the 27th. And with his departure, this game seems to have blown open. It it looks like the Browns are a guaranteed lock now because that defense is bad, the offense is bad, the coaching is terrible. The coaching is one of the worst in the league. There's there's no excuse for the Browns to lose this game. But that the trade completely alters two franchises it sends the jets back down well even farther into the basement than they already were and it sends the seahawks up to potential super bowl contenders like legitimate super bowl contenders now so that's going to be interesting to see how each of those teams turn out see if the jets 
are able to turn their season around, maybe surprise us before the season even starts, maybe bring in someone, anybody, to help them win games. But that's that's all for the Jamal Adams news. We already went over the the COVID players. We went over Miles Garrett on the top 100. Let's go over some some Madden rankings. So the Madden rankings have been released, and we're just going to go through. We're not going to dive super deep into any of them. We're going to look at some of the main players that the Browns have, some of the bigger names, and we're going to see how how they ranked and see see just what what the game might look like next year because there have been a lot of a lot of bad ratings in the history of Madden. If you don't know, Madden is the EA Sports football video game franchise, which is very popular, but it's also not popular among its own fans because of how poorly the company manages the games and how they update and recycle content, but that's that's a whole different story. So first off, we'll start with the man that we talked about earlier this episode, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is the highest rated Cleveland Brown in the game. He is a 93 overall. Followed by Nick Chubb, who is a 92. Odell Beckham, who is a 91. Austin Hooper, who is an 89. Kareem Hunt, who is an 87. Denzel Ward, who is an 86. Joel Batonio, who is an 86. Jarvis Landry, who is an 85. Then let's scroll down and see where some of the other guys are. Baker Mayfield is a 78. David Njoku is also a 78. We still don't have any updated news on him. Again, it's just the waiting game to see what happens with that, if anything even happens with that. Also at a 78 overall, we have Jack Conklin. Let's see where the rookies are, see how they stack up. The first first round selection for the Browns, Jedrick Wills, is a 73 overall. Then we have Jordan Elliott, the defensive tackle from the University of Missouri, is a 68 overall. We've got Harrison Bryant, the Florida Atlantic tight end, at a 67 overall. Got Jacob Phillips, who I believe was the Wyoming linebacker, at 67 overall. We have... Former Michigan receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones at a 66 overall. We have former Washington center slash guard. Not really sure what he's going to play in the league yet. Nick Harris, he is a 64 overall. And is he the last rookie up there? Looks like he is. The lowest overall player on the team is Garrett Gilbert. He is a 48 overall. So overall, this team is solid. It does show kind of a... Some of the rankings are somewhat disrespectful. Or not not disrespectful. A lot of these players are 
underrated in the game. I think Baker should be around an 80. A 78 isn't bad, but I think an 80 overall is solid. Um, you have, I think Miles Garrett should be higher. Not a whole lot. I think he should be around a 95 instead of a 93. I think Nick Chubb is a little too high. Nick Chubb is the third highest rated running back in the league. Or not in the league, in the game. I think Odell's about right. I think Austin Hooper's about right. Yeah, the only real thing is I think Baker's too low. Because, yes, he did take a step back last year, but it wasn't... I think he's he's average enough to be an 80 overall. But it's all a video game. That stuff doesn't really matter. Oh, well. They, they'll get updated throughout the offseason. Or throughout the offseason and throughout the regular season. But that's that's pretty much all we have. It's been a pretty pretty slow week. Haven't really gotten any news about anything. Barring something happening within the next seven or eight hours, this is this is being recorded pretty late because the the ratings or the NFL 100 did end pretty late. But barring any drastic news, that's that's all we have for this episode. Again, I would like to thank you all for all the support that you've given us so far to continue our growth. If you would could just show one of your friends this that would be greatly appreciated if every single listener that we have shows one person every week then we can continue to double our viewership not our viewership our our listeners it it just means so much to me like thank you guys so much i cannot emphasize that enough i i didn't think that this would grow so quickly, and it has, and I just cannot emphasize enough how truly blessed I am and how truly thankful I am for every single one of you guys listening, and if you have, if you ever have any specific ideas or thoughts about the, where the Browns are at now, then Feel free to tweet at us. We'll make a whole episode just going over questions, common questions that I've gotten, and feedback about the team, whatever you guys want. And that is, again, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful morning, night, evening, day, whatever time it is you're listening to this. Have a good one. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.